Finally tonight, America Strong, the Hall of Fame grandfather and the grandson, making him proud. His Hall of Fame career ended 36 years ago, but there he was, standing just off the field at Fenway. Red Sox legend, Carl Yastrzemski. Ladies and gentlemen, won't you please welcome the greatest living Red Sox player, accompanied by his beloved grandson, now a major leaguer with the San Francisco Giants. Welcome home, number eight, Carl Yastrzemski, and number five, Mike Yastrzemski. A wave to the forever loyal fans at Fenway. Yaz was back. Number eight on the mound and ready to throw out the first pitch. And look who was waiting with a smile, his grandson, Mike Yastrzemski, the 29-year-old rookie for the San Francisco Giants. His grandson coming to shake his hand and hug him. That grandfather, a major league great, has been rooting for his grandson for years. The legend, Channel 5's Mike Lynch. What's going to mean to you when you hear now batting number five, Mike Yastrzemski? It'll be the first time since 83 that the name Yastrzemski will be announced in Fenway Park. I'm very happy for him. He played 700 games in the minors. Uh, he never got down on himself, and I'm proud of him for that. And his grandson before that moment, grateful. You always hold a special place in your heart for your grandfathers. And to, to have him be able to be here is, is awesome. But he knows his love for his grandfather is shared by everyone at Fenway. It's not just special for me, for everyone who had ever seen my grandfather play. I need to let it be special for everybody else as well. And the grandson's moment came the night before. The left fielder, number five, Mike Yastrzemski. His first game at Fenway. Watch this. He does. High in the center field. It is out of here. One sure way to impress your granddad. No question about that. What a moment. I'm David Muir. I hope to see you right back here tomorrow. Until then, have a good evening. What's up, family? Thanks for tuning in. Still Searching Podcasts. Today, we have a very, 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 very special, <laughs> sorry, a very special episode. This is baseball magic here. This is like the beauty of baseball and the magic of baseball. Um, you're going to hear the story of, first of all, we're complete strangers. So this is something um, new. You're going to hear us meet each other for the very first time over the over the phone conversation so my guest today is ray molina and the story of the hit it here yeah sign and how it went viral and just the magic of the mike yastrzemski uh season rookie season as a 29 year old rookie uh being the grandson of the great carl yastrzemski from uh, the Boston Red Sox. An incredible story. That part, you know, is the, the one that how I discovered him and sort of, you know, made him, you know, quote unquote famous was the hit it here yes line. But even deeper than that, we're going to meet the f single father of two boys and his journey of, you know, going through a divorce and creating memories and experiences with his two boys and this is one that will never be 
forgotten by his two sons. Um, as of recording this, they actually got to meet Mike Yastrzemski at the San Francisco Giants Fan Fest. So, you know, being as baseball season is upon us, now that football season is done, my Niners blew it. They lost. They just they just blew it, man. It's like being in a heavyweight fight, you're winning the whole fight and you get knocked out in the last round. That's what happens to the Niners. So we're moving on from football. Hopefully we'll be back. But now it's time for baseball season. And uh, I know most of my listeners are in Southern Cali and most of you guys are Dodgers fans. Um, so just listen to this story. You don't have to be a Giants fan to appreciate the, the beauty and wonder of this story. Um, so yes, enjoy it. It's an incredible story, a incredible, incredible human being, a great dad, a great father. Um, and he has some great parenting tips. So tune into that on the second half of the interview, just an incredible insight on being a, a father uh, and, a, and a single dad. Quick housekeeping here, like, and subscribe to this podcast. Um, I realized I was, I had a friend over the house the other day and, and she didn't understand. She thought it was something that she had to pay for to listen to the podcast. And if you're not familiar with, you know, podcasts in general or whatever, your phone, if you have an iPhone, you already have an app called Apple podcasts. It's usually already pre-installed. So just open that up, go to the search bar and type still searching and voila my uh our show will pop up if you have an android phone there's something called google podcasts just download that from the market or app store or whatever it's called and same thing download google podcasts and search still searching and it's there and it's free you don't have to pay for anything if you have spotify if you're a person who subscribe who pays for Spotify, then you know you should already know, right? Just search the same thing, and it's all there. It's all there. Everything is there. It's all free, available for you guys to listen. Shout out to my supporters, my pops, Josh Vi. Thank you guys. Um, let's see what else here. That's about it. Make sure you guys download, subscribe. We're growing. Got a lot of feedback on that uh, weed episode. We got a real special one for part two in the in the in the making, so be on the lookout for that. So without further ado, let's jump into this uh, episode with Player Ray, Ray Molina, and the Molina Boys. He's a single father and a longtime Giants fan. Bringing his sons to the game in Phoenix last night, they stopped and he made this sign. And his sons, Jaden and Jordy, held it up in right field behind Mike Yastrzemski. They wanted Yaz to hit one there. What's really cool is he almost did. Yastrzemski to the plate now. Yaz knows that that sign is out in right field with that young fan. Then that one is well back there. Yastrzemski not only hit that one, he hit two more. It was a night to remember for Mr. Molina and his two sons. Giants baseball. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. 
All right. So I got a, a special guest um, on the Still Searching podcast. I think this is one of the coolest episodes so far because we're strangers. We're just meeting on the phone right now. And I have a special guest that I, I found thanks to how the world we live in and how the internet works and how things go viral. I'm talking to uh, Ray Molina from San Jose, California. How you doing, Ray? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, man. Also known as Play Array. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did a little a little little digging, a little research, man. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um so we just heard the John Miller call and it was just an incredible story. So so this is how we found you. I have two boys and we were chatting a little bit before we started rolling, but my two boys are diehard Giants fans. Uh I'm from San Francisco. I'm I'm born in okay. the Bay. Yeah, so that's my hometown. Um, my dad, uh, started a church in the, in 1980. Um, and I was born there in 82. Um, so I'm from the city, bro. So I'm, you know, Niners giants through and through. Um, I did a podcast, uh, uh last week, um, about Kobe. I wasn't a Warriors fan cause I just wasn't into basketball as a kid. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. until I got a little older, I became a Laker fan. But as far as Bay goes, dude, it's Niners giants all day. Right. And uh, my boys became Giants fans. You know, I, I didn't really force them. It just, it's just the way it rolls, right? I guess you always right. just kind of go with whoever you, your your parents grew up rooting for. And um, so my boys are Giants fans. But my eight-year-old, bro, he – I don't know too many kids, eight-year-olds, that can watch a full baseball game. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, and that's that's my son, Noah, bro. He, he watched – we have the MLB app. Uh, or the you know the the app where you can watch, well for us because we're in LA we can watch all the Giants games, right on uh, on the app. So we literally watched almost as many as we could. Like I would say over a hundred games that we watch. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So, but my son Noah, bro, he's he's a trip because he'll tell you stats. He'll tell you, oh he's he <laughs> you know he's coming into this game like he's you know he's oh for oh for his last six or whatever. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. so we were watching that Arizona game and we saw you guys, I mean, it just, this became a viral sensation, at least in the Bay area, you know, yeah. I'm in, I'm in LA, so I, I I'm surrounded by Dodger fans. So, um, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. <laughs> so at least in, you know, in the Bay area, this, this, this was huge because the giants ran with your story. John Miller ran with your story. Um, and it was picked up on different, different outlets, man. So t tell us about that. How, how, how we saw, so you had a sign that said, hit it here. Yaz, And yeah, yeah. he had a three run home, home run game. Mike, you're right. by the way, we're talking about, right. um, the, the grandson of the, of the Red Sox hall of fame. Great. Uh, Carl. Correct. Yeah. And, uh, you um, had a sign that said, hit it here. Yes. And he hit three home runs in that game in Arizona right. <laughs> last August. And, yeah, uh, it, it was, um, it, you know, it totally wasn't a planned trip, man. Uh, <laughs> we didn't plan on being there in Arizona, and we definitely didn't plan on making a sign. Um, and uh, we happened to be in L.A. Um, me and my boys, we do a, we do a road trip. Um, every Well, we do a couple of road trips. Like, in a couple of weeks, we'll be, we'll be driving down to Arizona for spring training. Nice. So we go every um uh, but we also do a summertime, um, like a, a SoCal trip, where we'll uh, their their mom will fly down to San Diego because one of their grandfathers lives in San Diego, uh, and then they'll stay there for a week or five days, and 
and then I'll drive down by myself, pick right. them up. Pick them up. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll vacation back for four or five days up the coast. So we'll stay in like all these various little beach cities, LA, and then we'll stay in like Ventura and all these areas, right? Yeah. Um, but while we were down there, we kind of had a day where I kind of left open for us to kind of just do whatever. Um, so I kind of left it, I left it open like, all right, let's, you know, I want to see if we can just maybe do some sightseeing or whatever it is. I'll right. leave it open. See what happens. But I realized when we were in the hotel, I said, man, the giants are in town. They're in Arizona and we have, <laughs> Like we could drive there, and I don't have to pay for a hotel because my uh, my aunt lives out there, and that's who we stay with when we go to spring training. And I go, gosh, I wonder if I wonder if the guy if the if the boys would want to go to Arizona to catch a game. Wow, you know we can make this trip you know even more fun. Right, and uh, so I didn't buy the tickets, but I I brought it up to the boys. I go, hey, do you guys want to? We have an extra day or you know or two to go to, to Arizona. The Giants are playing Arizona at Arizona. I know you want to see that stadium because they're all about. Because I've traveled a lot for yeah. music, and, and I've seen so many stadiums, and I have so many pictures from stadiums. And so their thing is they they want to see all these stadiums. Yeah. So I was like, we could actually go see Chase Field, and they're like, but it's in Arizona. They're all, how far? And I'm like, it's only four hours. hours. Yeah. And they're they're like, yeah, let's go. Do you got? <laughs> I'm like. I can get tickets, but do you want to go? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, but listen, we got to leave early in the morning. So whatever we're doing today, we got to leave early in the morning. So they were okay with it. I called my aunt, and she was like, oh, of course, you guys can stay here. would love to have you, because she lives by herself. Her husband passed away not too long ago. Oh, okay. And uh, so I said, all right. So uh, we always have our jerseys with us and whatever. So we brought them, um, and then we took off, I think, at like 6 in the morning. And we got out there. Um, we took our time, dropped our stuff off my aunt's house, and then we were trying to race to get to the stadium because we were trying to get there early. But obviously, things we get there and it's a little late. And uh, it's about to start the first inning, and my son goes, Daddy, we should make a sign. Mm. <laughs> and I go, make a sign. <laughs> I go, we're going to miss the first inning. And they're like, it's okay. It's okay. Just go to the one of the stores. And I'm like, Dude, we gotta find parking. I'm like, all right, let's, we gotta hurry. I go, what do you want to, what do you want to put on the sign? <laughs> and did you already have your tickets at this point? Yeah, or so, you, we had so bought, you, you know where you're sitting, right? Yeah. We bought tickets and we we were looking for parking, and they seen a CVS and they're like, hey, stop, go to, go there. I'm like, yeah, CVS will have a sign. So we parked, you know, uh, ran into the CVS, and luckily they had this big sign. It was an orange one. And I had a marker in the car, and I go, what do you want to put on it? <laughs> and my little guy goes, hit it here, Yaz. <laughs> and I'm like, hit it here, Yaz? Yeah, for Yaz, for him to hit a home run so he can see the big, bright sign. Right. And I'm like, all right, man. So I go, hold this. I give him my phone, and I start, I put the paper, you know, the, the, the board on my hood, and I start, you know, penning away with this marker. To, and so I put it on there, and then I didn't realize i had put our instagram name on the bottom i just i always do that because i i use social media for my own business and right. so i just have a habit of doing that so i put here here yeah and i put underneath i put at molina boys and my son he likes taking pictures so he snapped a photo of me doing this. right and so we go i'm like hurry up okay hold the sign we gotta go 
So we get in the car, we race there, and as I'm driving there, I hear on the radio that Yaz is leading off. I'm like, oh uh, my god, Listen, he never let off. Yeah. Like he was never a leadoff hitter, but that day they decided to have him lead off. So we missed his first at bat, and and the boys were like, dang it. And uh, so he, I think he flew out or grounded out. He didn't get a hit. So we got there. There, you know, we're running through the stadium. It's beautiful. And uh, we get in there. We get to our seats, and we realize like they're better than I thought. I knew we were in the outfield. We were, we were where Yaz's was, but I didn't realize how the the view was. It was amazing, and we yeah. were really close. So we sit down there, and we hold this sign, and you know, people are kind of looking at us. And Yaz comes up in the third inning. And I go, hold the sign up. So we hold so we hold the sign up. And he cracks it and I look and I'm like <laughs> It's coming this way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn if that don't look like it's coming our way. Uh-huh. So so I see the ball go up and my son's like, Daddy <laughs> He's like running. <laughs> and I'm like, we start to go to the right because it's to the right of us. Yeah. And um and it lands, it hits and it bounces, and my kids are going nuts. I'm holding the sign. We're high fiving. I'm like, he did it, and they're <laughs> everybody's cheering. And this guy goes, "Dude, your sign!" I'm like, I'm like, dang, this is crazy. Like, uh-huh. you know, and he's rounding the bases, and so I'm sitting there, and we're like hyped, and um, I start getting my phone starts going off in my pocket, <laughs> and I'm like, like, but like not normally going like right. like blown up, and I'm like, what the hell is going on with my phone? Why is it? beeping so much and i'm like looking at it and i realize i have a friend uh, from san francisco who moved to arizona and he's in the upper deck there oh, and wow. he goes he texts me and he goes hey bro um you're on the internet and i was like what he goes bro i'm in the top deck he'll stand up there's nobody up here he goes i'll wave to you and i was like hey what's up man he's like <laughs> he thought dude that sign is all over the place i go what are you talking about He's like, just check your social media. Yeah. And I get on social media and I got all these random people, like people I don't even know. And I'm like, how are they on my Molina Boys account? How do they know my account? And they're like sending me screenshots from TV, <laughs> you know, and, you know, the, the, and then John's talking about the sign, Krug's saying something about the sign. And he says the Molina Boys. And he's like, right on, almost at the Molina Boys. And, and they're, That's and I so guess cool. they're sitting on us. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And all these people are like, dude, you guys are so awesome. And they're on, they're talking about you, right? And they're sending me actual video clips of them talking, talking about, about us while the camera's on us. And I'm like sitting and I'm showing my boys. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like our son, <laughs> I'm like, how, and I still don't understand how they have our Instagram. And my little guy goes, daddy. It's on the sign. <laughs> it's at Molina boys on the sign. And I go, oh my God. We're on TV and our Instagram went on there too. I'm like, oh my God. So lo and behold, we think that's it. You know, we have a great time. You know, right. people, are, I'm mean, loving all the clips, you know, whatever. That alone would have been enough, right? That whole right. experience. Is and just... then he gets up and smacks another, another one. To one. Left. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Like by this time, the Giants fans and now the Arizona fans are like in our area are like, dude, your sign is like magic. What is going on? <laughs> like, people are coming up, talking to us. And third time, I look at my boys and I'm like, what if he hit a third one? <laughs> my son goes, that's crazy. That's crazy. 
And the minute I said that, Correct. he goes he goes deep to center field, and I like the stadium went nuts. I damn near teared up. I'm going nuts. My me and my boys throw up a three sign, and that's the picture that you see of us on TV where wow. the three thrown up a three sign. And by this time, my phone is now going super nuts because it doesn't matter that the ball wasn't hit to us. Now they keep showing our sign right. now. Right. Because just like we don't know who these people are, but that sign out of this whole stadium says hit it here. Yaz, And this dude hits three home runs. Right. And um, then, you know, I guess that they they put the camera on us in the Bay Area. They said for like three to four minutes and literally are talking about the game and us. And I don't even know that. So I'm like not even looking at the camera. We're talking. We're doing whatever. <laughs> um, just enjoying so the game. That, yeah. Right, just enjoying the game. And that was that, right? So we leave, and um, we end up on ESPN. My son goes, Daddy, because he does the same thing as your son. He carries his iPad around. He has the MLB app. He knows all the stats. Yeah. He tells me who's traded, who's going where, who's this. Right. He goes, oh, my God. He comes running to the room. He's like, Daddy, <laughs> we're on ESPN. Look. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what the heck? So we're on ESPN, we're on Fox Sports, we're on the local channels in the Bay Area. KMBR. Uh, yeah, just everything. Um, and so they're like nuts, like they're, they're, they're loving it, right? I go to sleep. We're supposed to leave that next day. And I wake up to a phone call. And my boy's like, dude, uh, get on your Instagram. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, get on Instagram. He's like, John Miller did like a little story on you guys. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know John Miller. He's like, no, John Miller. I go, John Miller, the announcer. He's right. like, yeah. The and he great goes, John Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I go, why? I haven't even talked to him. He goes, no, he must've like did some background on you and, and checked your Instagram. And he goes, you have to see this. He goes, it brought me to tears. And I was like, it was are beautiful. You and I, so I get on his, instagram and i'm like instantly crying i'm like yo wow. what in the heck is going on and uh he tells this story about me being a single father and and about our trip and how the sign came about and um and everything that happened during the game and how it was a magical trip for us and and i'm seeing all these people replying saying how this story touched them and all this stuff and i'm sitting here going this can't be real yeah so I replied, and then I messaged, and he messaged me back. He was like, you know, such an amazing story. He's like, I try to share these things as much as possible because baseball is a magical sport. It Absolutely. does so much for families. And um, and I was blown away. So when I get back to the we, – we end up – so the, the, the part of the story that a lot of people don't know is we ended up going to the game after that too. The 17th, because um, that was August 16th, right? Yeah, the, the game right after that. That and so we were gonna go home, and we were like, "I wonder if we should go to the next game." I was like, "Ah, man, the tickets are expensive." My godmother, my aunt, she goes, "I want to buy them for you." Oh, nice. I was, she was like, "I can't believe all of this is going on." She's like, "You guys have to be there." <laughs> and I was like, "Are you serious?" And she's like, "I'll pay for it. I'll pay for the tickets." And I'm like, "I'm like, all right." So we went, and. 
we sat in basically the same area, but just a little over to the right. Like, basically where he actually hit the first home run, we were kind of in that area now. What people don't realize is Brandon Bell actually hit a grand slam in that game. That ball actually hit me in the chest. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I missed it. So that ball got hit. My son, my 10-year-old, stands up. He's like, Daddy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying, and all these hands go up in front of us, and I close my eyes and reach over the top. It hits some lady's hand, hits my hand, hits me in the chest, and bounces down the bleachers, and these guys in the front get it. Wow. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I cannot believe I almost caught this grand slam. Um, the guy that caught it down in front, we actually met him at, uh, at the stadium at, uh, 18, at uh, Oracle Park. Uh, when we got back to the Bay Area, we were there. So we met him. We uh, that was when KMBR actually called it. Had us Murph and Mac had us had me call on the radio. I wanted to talk about it. Um, uh, and then uh, the the crazy thing is, um, I didn't realize how much it had hit back home. But when we went to the game, uh, we sat in the bleachers. And people were coming up to us, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, what is going on?" Yeah, they recognized it, you. Yeah, they were asking to take pictures of me and my boys. They were asking if they could, you know, say hi. And and this usher comes up, and we're sitting there. There's not a whole lot of people around us. And he's one of the ones that's dressed up really nice. So he's not like just your typical usher, right? right, right. And, and I see him on his headset, and I keep looking at him because I'm like, he looks like he's talking about us. And I hear him go, okay, yeah, no, I see him right here. He's like, okay, okay, cool, I got it. And after he says that, he walks up to us, and he goes, Molina boys? And I go, and my kids look at me, and I go, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, um, he goes. the guys in the booth wanted me to make sure you guys get game balls. You guys didn't get game balls yet? I go, no. He goes, yeah, well, they wanted me to give you guys game balls. And my kids look at me, and I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? And just blown away. Wow. Um, yeah, so they're taking pictures. Um, you know, we meet uh, McCovey Cove Dave, and Dave's a great guy. We meet a couple of, you know, Giants have a few character fans. And we met them, and it's funny. They were all taking pictures. We had a one of the one of the fi- the fans just goes by a G man. He's kind of well known for his wig and his big the, old the big, the big orange wig and the big finger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he sent us a package, so he's like, I get stuff all the time at the games, like the giveaways. He goes, I, I want to send you a box of stuff. So he sent them. I mean, they got all kinds of bobbleheads and towels and i mean you name it they got everything um i even got a bruce, a bruce bochi uh mug um nice. but you know all these things were happening man and it just made it made it magical um you know um and in in the midst of all this i literally forgot that i had bought tickets to go to boston so you're thinking the story's over right like it's, it's it gets cool. better <laughs> It, it, it's like a, my, my buddy that went to Boston with, he's a Red Sox fan. It's like a movie script because yeah. he, he goes, dude, I, I, I can't even believe like this is real. And, uh, he goes, I, I this is like a movie, like a baseball movie. So we go to, I forget I'm in, I'm going to Boston. This is a movie because this is, people don't like understand This is Mike, your scrimps, like he's a rookie. Right. He's 28, 29. And he's been putting in work for years. Barely got his chance. And he got his chance with the Giants. Yeah. And this is his first time coming to Boston. Right. 
So we go. And we go to all, we bought tickets for all three games. So we said, we're going to go. We're going to go. Um, my buddy's a Red Sox fan. I said, I've never been to Fenway. I want to go to Fenway. So we, he goes, all right. Um, he goes, I'll buy the tickets because it's your birthday. My birthday is September 22nd. He goes, this is your birthday week. He goes, I'll buy the tickets for the game. He goes, but we split the hotel and you get your own air flight. And I said, let's do it. So we went. And um, I was going to make a new sign. My son goes, Daddy, no. You have to take this one. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, on the plane? He's like, just fold it. You have to take this one. You can't make another one. It's not the same. Right. It's the lucky, it's the magic <laughs> sign. <laughs> okay. So... I do that, and then I make these T-shirts. So I'm, you know, I make these T-shirts. I put the graphic of us at the game with the sign, me making it. I put little bobbleheads of Krupp and Kai, John Miller, and and Murph and Mac, and I put what they were saying in like little talk bubbles. Right. So, I, so, and I put this thing together, and it says at Molina Boys, and I made some shirts, and I made one for each day, so when I'm at the stadium, I could wear it. So the first game, we're literally on the Green Monster. And this is a nationally televised game too. I think it was nationally Sunday night, televised. Sunday night baseball. Or... It's a big deal because of you know, obviously, it's his grandson. It's Carl Yastrzemski's grandson. So they're they're definitely. I didn't realize like. So you got to understand when we bought these tickets, Mike Yastrzemski wasn't even on the Giants. Yeah. He was he was with Baltimore still. In their so, in their farm system. Right. So this was never like this wasn't a planned thing like. It just kind of happened. So we they're making they're now making this a big deal, and you know they're doing stories, um, like le- they're legitimately marketing this game as some uh, like a, a, a magical baseball story. You know, the grandson of Carl Yastrzemski is going to be there. They're gonna, he's going to throw the first pitch and all this stuff. And so we're there. And I'm in, I'm like a kid, man. I mean, uh, you know, I'm at the stadium and I'm just blown away. I can't even believe I'm there. And, uh, we go to the green monster and I'm just standing there with this big old smile. I'm like, dude, this is, this is like a dream come true. I cannot believe this. So I turn around, my buddy buys me a beer and I have him having a beer. And this guy walks by me with a Giants jersey. And I go, and he's, go Giants, go go Giants. (laughs) And he walks by and he goes, Wait, I know you. <laughs> you're, you're you're the guy, and I'm like, I'm what? And my boy Tom goes, Holy shit, no way! <laughs> and he goes, No, you're the guy. You're the um, you're the guy with the kid. The, the sign, move, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh my god, you know who I am? And he goes, He goes, Yeah. He's all, Bro, let me get my camera. I want to take a picture. I gotta get my phone for my. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my! And my boy goes, No way. He goes, we're in Boston, bro. Right. So he comes by, takes a picture, and we start chopping up. Another guy comes by. He's wearing a Carl uh, uh, a Mikey Stremski jersey. He's oh, dude, what's up? He's <laughs> all, let me get a picture. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So we're taking pictures. They're up on like, the green sure monster. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, they're like, make sure you hold the sign up. And we're doing that. Uh the first guy that came to take a picture, he actually um, comes back. He's all, dude, I want you to meet someone. He's right over. He's all, Bobby Evans is here. And I'm like, oh, my God, are you serious? So I meet Bobby Evans, bro. He's he's there just watching the game, and he has his World Series ring on. And, we're, and, he, and he goes, Bobby Evans, he's like, this is um, 
He goes, oh, I know who this guy is. He's like, this is the guy with the yes yeah sign. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, blown away, bro. Blown away. So all this is happening, man. Um, I'm standing there, you know. We're holding the sign up. And there's nothing but Boston fans in front of me. Of course. And there's a bunch of young guys in front of me, like college kids or something. And this kid turns around. He's all, he's all, hey, bro. He's all, my boy texts me this video. says we're on TV. He goes, but it's actually really you. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, they got your Yaz sign. It's on Boston Network TV. Like, I'm like, are you serious? And he goes, yeah, they, they're talking about your sign. But, you know, my boy sent it to me because we're in it. But they're really focusing on you. Yeah. So he sends me this video, and I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm there, you know, in between. It's innings. magical. It's magical. Like, Boston cheered for, for Mike when he when they called his name, right? It was crazy. Yeah. They went nuts, man. They went nuts. Oh, cheering for the uh, opposing player. Yep. Every time he went to bat, they cheered for him. It's crazy. So cool. And uh, so we get – so this game ends up going 14 innings. It's freezing, and and, right. and thing about I forgot about the East Coast time is these games are late. super late. Yeah, they yeah, start, they start so late. fourteen innings in the Bay Area. You know, you you end at like you know eleven o'clock. Yeah, you know twelve o'clock. This game's well I'm after midnight now, <laughs> and uh, I'm sitting there, and they got Yaz playing in front of the Green Monster. Just so happened that he ha- he never plays right field, but for this game because of his grandfather. They they put him where his grandfather. Right. No no lie. I'm standing because it's so empty there now because it's so late. I'm standing, and I'm holding the sign. And I'm just literally looking out at the field. It's late. I'm pretty tired, but I'm holding the sign. I look down, and Yaz is looking right at me. <laughs> and I look at him. He smiles at me. He does his this thing with his glove like. Look, like gesturing to me that am I, am I ready? He's going to throw me a ball. And I, I looked at him and I go, oh, my God. And I go, Tom, he's going to throw us the ball. He goes, no shit. And I go, dude, catch it. If I miss it. And he goes, and I put the sign and Yaz throws an absolute seed, bro. <laughs> and my boy, I go right behind him, but he ended up, my boy ended up catching it. And he's like, oh, my God, bro. He threw the ball up the green monster. And I'm like, so nuts. So. Yeah, we get a ball, man. Um, you know, they end up winning. Um, and uh, come back the next day, they won that game. And the third game, we ended up losing. But um, He hit his 20th there, his 20th yeah, home run. Yeah, the 20th home run was nuts. And that's when that sign hit the um, hit the, hit the TV is when he went, he went for 20 First home runs. First pitch. I couldn't he hit it. I, I really couldn't. Um, he smacked and, it. Yeah, and then that's when – so right after I guess in Boston, right after he hit that home run, they literally panned to my sign. And uh, was that the first game he hit it? Yep, very first game. First pitch. Yep, gone. Cracked it. I'm kidding you. I jumped up and I was like, "He did it! He!" I was, I, I was yelling it so loud that I almost fainted. Like that's how how much I was yelling. And my boy was my boy kept looking at me. He's like, "I can't believe this right now." He's like, "This is like not real." Wow. And uh, yeah, man. So uh, the rest is history, man. Right. Um, that kind of is what it is. And um, probably the icing on the cake was Bochi's last game. Um, 
you know, the tickets were through the roof. Um, And probably one of the sweetest things anybody has ever done for me and my kids was a lady who saw that. Yeah. Yeah. You seen that on Instagram? Yeah. Yeah. This lady has been following us since that whole story kicked off. And she just messaged me and she's like, it's, she's like, um, you need to be there. Your boys need to be there. It's important. This is, this season has to end the right way. Um, it was a terrible season for this team. They weren't very good, but you made this, your story made this, this, um, this season fun. Right. And she's like, and I want to, I want to pay for you guys to go. And I'm like, I got to pay you back. She's like, no, I really don't want anything back from you. She's like, I just want to meet you and your sons. And I'm like, man, I don't even know what to say, you know? And she's like, just say you'll accept the gift. And I said, I, you know, I accept it. And so we went, we were there for that, you know, that wonderful day, you know, and, uh, it was special. We watched it. We watched the whole ceremony. Yeah, uh, man. It was something else. The the giant grates coming out and it was just, yeah, the noise that they made when Timmy came out was absolutely nuts. (laughs) (laughs) And Timmy was just cool, man. Just, just playing it cool. Yeah, he's just so chill. Yeah, but it was it was awesome, man. Um, yeah, and then fast forward to now, um, I literally was gonna just print some shirts up for me and the boys to wear, and and people are wanting to buy them now. So, yeah, it's just it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. Yeah, man. So that's you know that's um, from that day on, I started following the Molina boys. And, uh, so yeah, just been following your journey, and and uh, I just I just like I said uh, when we were talking in the beginning is like man, I, I just really like everything you're doing. Um, you also have something called um, Father Time Health and Rec, right? Yeah, that's um that's something that I started doing. Um, so backstory to that real quick is I you know a lot of people who follow the story you know they they do know that I'm a, a single dad, divorced single father. Um, so as of March will be three years and we're still not fully finalized yet. We're still kind of going through the, through the motions, but, uh, it's been a, it's been quite the journey for me as a father and, uh, it was a very tough process to deal with. Um, it just didn't, you know, it's just something that I didn't plan on going through, um, and something that I honestly didn't think was actually going to happen and it did so my life kind of went into a tailspin um and i was trying everything to kind of make sure that i stayed strong for my sons uh i made sure i didn't skip a beat uh no matter no matter the things i was going through you know like i could i could crash and burn every time they're not with me but when i gotta be with them i gotta put myself back together right um and so that that was kind of what I was dealing with. Um, but as I started to make the turn um, and things started to get better and, you know, I kept pushing, um, I realized there's a lot of things that um, I wanted to do in order to make myself a better father. Um, and that means um, skills that I feel like I should learn so I could pass on to my kids, mm. uh, things that I should be trying to do so I could pass on to them. Like I was never a hiker, man. And, uh, I just started saying, I'm going to stop saying no to so many things. And I'm going to start saying yes. Mm. Because a lot of, I think a lot of people say no to things that they fear because they're, they've never done it before. And they don't want to try it because I've never done that. You know, I don't know if I'll like it or it's just not me. Um, I got to a point where I was like, 
I'm going to start doing all the things I, I want to do. I'm going to learn how to build stuff. I'm going to learn how to hike. I'm going to, I'm going to learn how to do archery. I'm going to learn how to, you know, fix a car better than I know how to do now. I'm going to, yeah. all these things, I'm going to learn how to cook better. You know, I'm going to do things all these that you things. can turn into like time and activities with your sons. Right. right. Um, and things that I can teach my boys so they don't have to go to anybody else to do it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, things that I feel like a father should be good at. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't have the best of relationship with my father. Um, he, my mom and him, and, and, and my mom and him divorced twice. So we went through Jeez. hell twice. It yeah. was, and they were both, they should have never remarried, and they did. Um, and it, because the second time around was worse. Oh, but man. I never, you know, I didn't go to baseball games with my dad. I didn't do anything. We didn't, I think we did maybe two vacations, and they were terrible. They were all filled with fighting. Yeah. Um, my dad had a drinking uh, problem, a drug problem. Uh, he was abusive. I just didn't have any of these things. Right. And my dad never really taught me how to be a man right. uh, and what it took and what that, what being a man meant. Um, so I made it my goal to want to break that, that mold to break that link that, you know, that broken link in, in the family, mm. uh, where it almost fell apart for me was the divorce because I didn't, that was part of the link I was trying to fix. I didn't want, right. I break the mold in my family and say, I'm not going to go through a divorce. I'm, I'm going to have a strong family. Um, but one thing that we fail to realize is it's not always up to us. You know, you have to, you can be a hundred percent, but your, your partner has to be a hundred percent as well. Yeah. Uh, and the minute that they decide they're not a hundred percent, there is not a thing that you're going to do to change it. You can try to save it and whatever, but once that person has made up their mind, mm. you can't force someone to stay. So me on that mission to do that hit a speed bump when I went through my divorce and I started to lose faith in that I could do that. Then I got, you know, I got the courage again. I said, I'm going to do this for me. I'm going to become a better father and become a better man. And I'm going to learn some stuff. So in my journey, I started realizing that there were more guys who were talking to me about watching my boys, especially after this baseball thing. It's crazy. It all ties back into this Yaz story. Um, people that were watching my Instagram going, bro, I, uh, you make me question how good of a father I am by watching your Instagram. Mm. Like I read, you don't just put up pictures, but you seem to put a story behind every single one. Right. And, and the connection you have I envy that. Like I want, I want to do these things with my kids, and I feel like I'm not making enough time for it. I don't know how to hike. Like you go hiking, like I don't even know the first thing about where to hike and how to be prepared. <laughs> so I could take my kids. You, you go to, you know, to do all these things on these trips. I've never done a, a father son trip. Like I, you know, how do? And I said, you just got to do it. You just got to do. It. I, I go, you know what makes my kids happy is they are realizing that most of the things that we're doing, we're doing for the first time together, mm. included. And they, they're they like, what do you mean, Dad? I'm like, I've never done any of this. 
I, I've never gone to spring training, not with my dad, not even by myself or any friends. We're right. doing this for the first time together. You know, I've never, uh, you know, went on a father-son hiking trip. You and I are doing this together for the first time. Like, everything we're doing, we're doing together. We're learning together. Bro, that's, so, so, that's so important, bro. It's like, it it's not about what you can buy them or, you know, the things you can give them. Because that's just stuff, you know? The things right. that you, we always remember and will always stick is is time and experience, you know, experiencing those things together. Um, right. The trips, bro, the, you know, like they're never going to forget that, you know, driving to, to Arizona and just having a good time, a road trip. You know, there's nothing better than that. I rem that's stuff that I remember as a kid with my dad. Like we drove to Oregon one time and I'll never forget that trip. You know what I mean? It just right. will always stick with me. Right. Um, so the experience is, is everything. Right. And I think it's, I think it's important because, and the reason why I say it is because, um, their mom always says, Hey, you know, I'll split the, I'll split the, uh, airfare, you know, why don't you guys just fly? I said, we, no, we don't fly. We drive everywhere. Unless we're going to like Colorado to visit my mom. My mom lives in Colorado. Yeah. So we, we drive. She's like, but why it's so long? I go, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. It's something that you probably are just never going to understand, but we bond. Yeah. They enjoy it. They enjoy going in through these little cities that they've never seen before, stopping off, getting something to eat, seeing things, having talks while we're on the road. One of the things, bro, I, I remember is, is music. Like my, you know, just yeah. listening to music and, and exploring new music and, um, like listening to stuff that my dad used to listen to and then finding out I actually like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I actually want to transition it's, into that, bro. If, if I could, um, yeah. I heard your song lead the way, man. And it, it blew me away. I loved it. Oh, you heard that <laughs> right on, man. Um, <laughs> actually I feel like I should play it, man. Could I play it for the listeners? Sure. All right. Sure. This is, uh, this is uh play a Ray, Ray Molina's song called lead the way. Just listen to these words, man. It's powerful. My firstborn in my father's day gift Always thought I knew love, but not a love like this Jordy boy, you changed me, made daddy a better man I was broken, so lost, hopeless without a plan then Who would've thought a little hand like yours Could take a hand like mine and bring me back to the Lord But you did that, in fact, you saved my life Now I've got everything I need so I can raise you right I know some days it feels like I expect too much It's cause I know you have it in you and this world's so rough I see so much of me when I'm looking at you Cause when we love, we love hard and we're sensitive too, but don't ever change, always be who you are And rest assured that I will never, ever be far So please take care of your brother, he needs you pop Cause in the end you've got each other, whether you like it or not Living day by day, do as I do, don't just do as I say Cause I'ma lead by example and do my best always Take it day by day, while I lead the way I knew you were 
different At a very young age Didn't like wearing your clothes Thought the crib was a cage I used to laugh Cause I knew when you was done with your bottle Cause you would toss it over your head and say Daddy, no bobble Hi, sweetie boy I still remember the day When I was walking you to class And how you got your nickname We used to call you small boy And you didn't like it so much You said, daddy, I'm small, medium So Shmidi it was You're so strong, son And you're passionate too Keep that same energy For everything that you do That means sports and school Cause they go hand in hand Keep a level head And always know that God has a plan You're the little bro But Jordy's gonna need your strength So I'm praying you hold them down In the times that I can't And keep doing your push-ups Cause one day you're gonna beat me Until then I'm always gonna be Where you can reach me Living day by day Do as I do Don't just do as I say Cause I'm a lead by example And do my best always Take it day by day While I lead the way Yeah, I lead the way can't explain how it feels to be your dad I'm just trying to be the father to you that I never had And I know that sounds confusing, trust me I do But when you get a little older, I'll explain that too You see, life is a journey and we all choose a path And one day soon, that's a choice you're gonna have I'm just hoping you hear my voice somewhere deep in your soul So when you hit that fork in the road, you know where to go I was 33 on our special day Then I was 34 on that Father's Day You made me a dad And I'm so thankful, Kimmy Cause if I had them any younger Probably wouldn't be in me To be the man that I am Cause I was so immature And I would've failed as a father No brainer for sure And I don't know where you and I go From this point here But I gotta tell you These last two have been some difficult years Know that God's always working Even when we asleep I've learned to take all of my pain And lay it down at his feet And just keep it moving You know, run my race Live life with no worries And operate by faith Day by day While I lead the way Yeah, I lead the way Bro, that song's powerful, man. Yeah, that song's hard to listen to. <laughs> man. Bro, that, I mean, I, I, I could feel that. You know what I mean? Like, just, just hearing your story and what you've already said, it's like, man, you, you, you could tell you really put your heart in that one, you know? Yeah, it was, um, it was a, it was a hard song to record. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty difficult. Man, that's beautiful, man. I just, I just love every, the message, you know what I mean? And, and just, you're not shying away from the issues and the, you know, the bad times and, um, it seems like you're addressing your your ex-wife in that third yeah. verse. So, but man, that just shows your growth and maturity as as a man. I just love it, bro. It's like we need men, bro, to to step up and 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 be the you know the fathers that we're supposed to be. You know, um, oh yeah. I have four kids. You know what I mean? And it's like these things are important, man. Is is we really need to um, step up? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, I just. I love that. Yeah, there's, um, you know, it's just, we're in a time now where um, a lot of people, instead of parenting, they, uh, you know, they give their kids, you know, their iPads or their phones, and, you know, or their PlayStation or whatever it is. And they're like, here, guilty. just, yeah. just go play that, you know. Right. And I won't say that I never do that, um, but I'm very, I'm very careful at how often that happens. And for how long? Um, because I feel like if you're not attentive and you're not trying to always um, 
somehow keep them active or show them new things or teach them something, somebody else is going to do it for you. Mm. Um, maybe not intentionally, but these guys who are on YouTube, these guys who are on TikTok, and they're going to teach your kids whatever they want to teach them because you're allowing them to sit there in front of their computer, in front of their iPad, in front of their front of your phone while you're not using it. Mm. You're going to be allowing these people to go into your son's and daughter's brains and, and wire them however they want to wire them. Mm. Uh, and I feel like uh, it's very important to always be trying to teach them something new. It could be the littlest thing. Like I just told my buddy that. I said, I said, man, I, I literally just taught both of my sons what a flathead screwdriver and a Phillips was. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it sounds so stupid. No, you're right. Yeah, like, yeah. It's important. It's, but, it's, but it's important. I go, I go, seriously? Like, my son brought a little remote control car to me, and he said he needed to take this off, and he wanted to change batteries. He says, I don't know what to use to take that off. I go, oh, that's a Phillips. He goes, what is that? I go, go grab, me the, go grab me the toolbox. <laughs> And I go, grab both of those screwdrivers right there. And I go, okay, hold it. This is a Phillips. It looks like a cross. You see that screw right there? Mm-hmm. If you put that in there, that's what's going to take that out. That's a Phillips. Flathead is a flathead. It doesn't have a cross. It's just one flat screw. And I showed him what screw to use that on. And so I go, and then I tested them both. I said, what are they for? And they both told me. And, I, and it was something so simple. But I told my boy, I go, I'm so much more aware now of all of these little opportunities i take them every single one i get i take them because it's important that they grow up and say you know my dad showed me how to use a screwdriver my dad showed me how to use a phillips my dad took me to spring training every year my dad we road trip my dad threw the baseball with me my dad taught me how to play second base he taught me how to hit he taught me how to catcher um, my dad taught me how to exercise. He taught me how to, my dad trained me to run the mile before I went to middle school. So I, so I was better prepared. Mm. All of these things, I take them and I'll be honest with you, man. Like being that I'm divorced now, I take them even more now because I don't want another man teaching my kids this. Yeah. I don't, I don't want whoever, is going to be involved with my ex-wife. I don't want this man feeling like he needs to teach my kids anything. Right. Because at the end of the day, I know that's going to kill me if I know someone else is teaching my kids simply because I'm being lazy and I'm not taking the initiative to teach these kids everything I know. Right. Which which is what led me to father time. I, I started doing it for myself and I said, look, I'm going to put it out there and whoever can make it, I'm just going to start planning outings. And whoever can make it, can make Come it. On out. And I put a group together. And the first t- the first thing we did was I did something I'm used to. I hike all the time now, so I did a hike. Two guys showed up. Yeah. But the clincher with that is it was two guys that I never thought would have come. Mm. So that, to me, was a win. So we hiked. And I'm talking about these guys shared stories with me that I don't think that they've told anybody. Wow. Grown men. Right. We go to the gun range. This time we get seven people out. A couple of guys that had never shot a gun. 
And this isn't about learning to be a tough guy. It's it's, it's learning, learning how to use it. Yeah. Right. Learning to respect a firearm, the power of a firearm and what and what comes with it. So you know and you understand it and you don't fear it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and so we had a couple of guys there. That, and then when we were done, they were like, dude, thanks for putting this together, man. Like, like I learned so much, you know. And, and that's what it's about. Because I wanted to become, I wanted to learn all these skills for myself. But what better than doing it is learning it with people who are trying to learn at the same time. I mean, dude, we're going to do, we're going to do cooking classes. I told one of the guys, he's a great, he's a great cook. I said, man, you make a dish. Tell us what dish. We'll all pitch in. We'll grab whoever can come. We'll grab the food and make the main dish. You teach us how. We'll all make it. And then we'll have a big dinner at the end. But at least we're learning. You know what I mean? That's so dope, man. So, I mean, that's where that came from. <laughs> that's cool, bro. That's that's awesome. You also have a printing business in San Jose. Yeah. That's, um, that's cool. So I've been uh I've been doing graphic design for a long, long time, probably since ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I come from the graffiti background. So I used to be a graffiti artist and yeah. uh and that led me into becoming a graphic designer. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I started my own business because when we started doing music, um, I didn't have anybody locally who was doing all the things that we need. We had to go to San Francisco. We had to go to Oakland. We had to go to Berkeley. Uh, and so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to learn how to do this stuff so we can keep it in-house. Um, so I started doing that, and then people started asking me if I would do it for them. So Yeah. A small business spawned from that, so now it's starting to grow. Got my own little office, and uh, you know I do screen printing. We do embroidery. We do um, uh, any kind of printing. We can even do vehicle wraps and stuff like that. So very yeah. cool. And uh, I'm gonna tag all your, you know, all the things you got going on in the show notes. But you got Appreciate a pod- you got a podcast coming out real soon too, right? Called the Perfect Mess. Yeah, Perfect Mess, man. Um, so the the podcast this the podcast is fun because. Uh, so that actually came from somebody that people are probably going to be like, yeah, right. So I, uh, one of my good friends, I don't know if you're familiar with strange music. Yeah. Um, tech well, nine, tech nine, uh, Merce was signed to strange. Yeah. Uh, Merce was Merce is one of my favorite, favorite rappers. Like he's in my top. My cousin is cookbook. From oh, LA okay. Show. That's my cousin. He's in, he lives out in L.A. No way, dude. I listen to Felipe's Garage all the time, bro. <laughs> That's my cousin, bro. <laughs> That's so funny. Shout out yeah. Felipe's Garage. I was just listening to ah, the episode. Garage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, thanks. that's so funny. That's so dope. Yeah, dude, cook- cookbook. So that's so funny, bro, because I, you know, I grew up in church, so I remember right. those dudes from way back, bro, like <laughs> Pigeon John, L.A. Symphony, all that stuff. Yeah, man. So, um. <laughs> That's man, what a small world, dude. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is me and uh, me and so me and Jason, we you know, obviously we're cousins, but we hadn't actually met for years. And we physically met at uh at Two Max's uh uh, uh fundraiser. That's and, right cuz he's sick right now. I just yeah, saw that again, yeah. This was like 4 years ago. And so me and Jason met for the first time at the Regency. Yeah, it was cool. I got to see him perform, and we hung out, and and we were all there. So that was pretty awesome. But yeah, this um this podcast. So 
uh, I mean, I still do music, but I used to be really heavy into tour booking because I booked all of our own tours, and I used to book for Strange Music. So um, Prozac from Strange Music, uh, he's one of the artists who's been there the longest. That's mm. uh, Tech Nine. And uh, we became good friends. So I, I booked tours for him. You know, we've done a, a bunch of stuff, and we just became really good friends. Anyways, he was a he was a guy that I became close with, and we literally, because of the time difference, he lives in Detroit or Michigan, and uh, we would just be talking for hours late, late at night, like late for me, early for him. So, mm -hmm. and he would just be like, "Man, you know, you really should do a podcast." He's like, "Bro, like." you just inspire me, man. He's like, and this thing with your kids, you know, that, at the, the, that Mike Yastrzemski thing, he's like, everything you do, he's like, dude, I have two boys and I, you just make me feel like I don't do enough. Mm. And he's like, and you just, the stuff that you, he's like, I don't even realize, I don't even think you realize how inspired you are, how inspiring you are. He's like, people need to hear this. People need to talk to you. People need to, people just need to hear like, cause you're not, you're not the guy who's like in a suit with the microphone and let me change your life. And here right. are the 10 steps, you know, like yeah. he's like, you're just, it's just real. He goes, and they need that. And I'm like, I don't know the first thing about that. Mm -hmm. And he keep, he kept pushing and kept pushing and kept pushing. And, uh, you know, he just recently got a show on the travel channel. It's, um, uh, gosh, what is it called? Uh, I, the name escapes me right now, but he's got a he's got a a, a show about the paranormal mm. that comes out February twenty first on the Travel Channel. Oh, that's dope! Yeah, and so I've been talking to him about that, and I'm I'm actually flying out there in two weeks uh, after uh, spring training to help him launch because he's going to do a podcast about the paranormal. Mm. So I'm flying out there to help him launch that and to knock out his first like ten interviews. But he's like, dude. I want you here really because I want to show you how to set up because I want your podcast to come to life. He's like, and I'm glad you posted the logo because now you got to do it. <laughs> yeah, man, just <laughs> yeah, do it. I, did. I said, I put it out because I have to own it now. I said, now that I, it's out there, I have to own it. Well, so, I'll, I'll be listening, bros, when it comes out for sure. So I'll be definitely. Right on, man. So yeah, it came from him, man. Like he, uh, it was, it was Prozac's idea. Like he really just thought I should do it. And um, I told him, all right, I'm going to jump on it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what it's going to be. It's the, the logo idea is is seriously. I just was like, what? What is my life? And I'm like, <laughs> it's a it's a mess. <laughs> like, it's a mess. But I'm like, but I'm good. Like, it's crazy. I say that, but I'm good. Like, yeah. Hey, I'm surviving. And I was like, the perfect mess. I was like, oh, man. So I started looking up podcasts, make sure no one has that. And I'm like, yeah, nobody has it. And I'm like, all right. So I'm like, okay, well, what is my logo? And I'm like, it's got to be everything in my head. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you've seen photos, but I, I mean, I used to be 50 pounds heavier. You know, I was, I lost a bunch of weight. You know, I, uh, my kids, I'm trying to eat better. I'm trying to the logo's, the logo's dope, man. It has everything coming out of your head. Yeah, all these little like you know, uh, like the boys. It has a, yeah. a a phone, a broken heart, a cross, a Bible, a spray can. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it's literally everything about me. Um, on down to my kid, my kids were cracking up because it looks exactly like them. <laughs> and uh, and they're like, "Daddy, this is so cool." And, 
And so that inspired me. When I looked at that logo, because the guy who brought it, uh, who did it for me, he's from another country, but he's done a lot of stuff for me. Um, and I'm like, dude, I'm a great designer, but you're like, drawing-wise, you're just ridiculous. And uh, I go, man, I don't even know if you know what you're doing, but this, you just kind of brought a, a thing to life for me. This is going to be like a life changer. He's like, dude, I'm excited. So I know where this is going to go. Um, but I got to tell you, man, I, I read a lot. I'm heavy off into podcasts. Um, and I'm always in the gym and what I'm either listening to a podcast, an audio book or something, uh, because I'm trying to always stay inspired right. and, you know, I'm just hoping it has an impact. So, you know, we'll see where it goes for sure, man. All right. Ray Molina, man. Thank you so much, bro. We're, we're hitting an hour, man. I, I just, uh, so grateful, man, to, to actually meet you and well, you know, to talk over the phone and right on get your story out there and hopefully I'll, we'll send it to KMBR and Murph and Mac and all those guys and <laughs> see if they awesome. see if they run with it man so thanks again bro god bless man it was a pleasure no problem man thank you so much for uh, the opportunity man um i uh, i always tell everybody cuz i had another guy hit me not too long ago and he's like i want to get you on this local tv show he's like we don't have a whole lot of viewers and i told dude i said listen um, every opportunity, um, you take it because you just never know when that, right. you know, that who starts off turns out to be the biggest thing. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. I appreciate every opportunity, man. Yeah. And there's always something you can look back on and be like, Oh wow. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. came from that. Right. I mean, when I started this thing, bro, it was just really for my own, my own therapy. You know what I mean? And so I, I'm on like 14 episodes in and, um, it's like I interviewed my daughter and her boyfriend for the first episode, and I was like, ah, there might be a couple people that listen to it. Right. I just, I just hit like uh, 1,200 listens. Um, like, you know, the app I use shows you your audience, and it's like it gives you an estimated audience of people who actually like download or subscribe. And right. It's like 81 people. I was like, what? I'm like, you know, I'm like, man, I think maybe like my mom, my pops, you know what I mean? A couple of my friends might listen, but um, the demographic is huge. I was like, people listening in australia and like you know what i mean just you never know bro just you put it out and see where it goes you know what i mean just put it out there and you never know where it yeah. ends up <laughs> who listens nowadays man everything's mobile people are um people are always lit i mean I, I i i observe people in public all the time i'm a big people watcher and people are always with these pods in their ears so you never know what they're listening to they could right. be on the phone they could be listening to music or listening to a podcast, but people literally walk around all day with headphones on. Right. So you never know, man. Crazy. All right, brother. Have a good one. Uh, no actually, I'm going to end it right here, and then uh, we'll just we'll hang up on, off air. Okay. Make sure uh, do me a favor and send me your address on a DM. I'd like. The Iliad is dead, the Odyssey is over Found God within me, started searching for Jehovah What you searching for? Where you focus at? If it's happiness, no one can give you that It flows from within, it knows all your sins You can never win, being envious of other men Covetousness it's such a sin, wanting what other people have has become a trend But don't bow down to the dollar bill, y'all Commercial consumerism is trying to kill y'all I'm trying to heal y'all